The Chet Kalvik Podcast Network. He's a Chicago sports broadcasting legend. The other has spent a lifetime walking into Las Vegas casinos and taking your money. Check Copic. Harvard Hallis Barnhard. This is Vegas Uncensored. I love the ambiance. I love the rooms. I love the steaks. I've never had a better steak in my life than at Planet Hollywood. I love that casino, and I love that poker room. And that leads us to one of my favorite people, the pride and joy of Las Vegas Boulevard. There's only one Harvard Hollis Barnhart. Harvard, something you've talked about with me a number of times over the years, is the radical change that football handicapping goes through from November as it gravitates into a December. For those young point spread players, Middle-aged point spread players, for that reason, explain the great differentiation between the 11th month and the 12th month of the calendar year. Well, Chet Kopik, when we get around to December, if you're not changing gears, you're going to start paying the price. Let me explain. The difference between handicapping in November, they're still juggling and jogging for position. By December, it's pretty well laid out. Now, there's three categories that you want to put these 30 teams in. One, there's teams that are definitely going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, and they're going to be playing for either getting to the playoffs or getting home field advantage all the way through, or maybe getting home field advantage on uh, the first game or two, or maybe uh, you know not becoming a wild card team. But here's an interesting uh, thing, Chet. What if Indianapolis clinches this week? You know, they play Denver. If they win at home against Denver. That moves them to 13-0, and 0, and they've clinched home field advantage all the way through. So the interesting question is going to be, on week 14, do they continue to play to break Miami's undefeated record, or are they just unselfish and say, screw the undefeated record, our goal is to pick up another Super Bowl ring and start resting their players in week uh, 14, 15, and 16? So that's a good question. The second mm-hmm. category that you want to put players uh, and, and teams in there's a there's right in the middle teams that feel no pressure, but they're not going anywhere. And I'll give you a good example. Oakland, you know they're not going anywhere, but they feel good about themselves. This Bruce Gretkowski last week, he's done something that no one's done since 1991. No quarterback has had three go-ahead touchdowns in the fourth quarter. He's done something that hasn't been done since 1970 with Kenny Stabler, and that's three touchdown passes in the fourth quarter anyway. Well, this team feels good about themselves. They're not throwing the towel in. They've actually won four games. They've got two back-to-back uh, wins against Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was on the road last week, and they get to play Washington. Washington's lost three games, so who knows? Maybe, just maybe, a team like Oakland doesn't feel any pressure, but, you know, they're kind of the bad boy reputation, and they don't mind knocking teams out. So that's the second category. They will not throw the towel in. And then the third category, you have to make a list of which teams have thrown in the towel, Mm -hmm. which teams are lining up for the draft choices. Which teams are just saying, let's experiment with some new players and see what our needs are for next year going into the draft. So there's three different ways, and if you're not putting those in three different handicappers, you're going to be paying the man. You know, Hollis, for example, here in Chicago on uh, Sunday, the Bears are a very listless 5-7 and seven ball club. Uh, they won last week against uh, a miserable St. Louis Rams team. 
Uh, they could barely rush the football. I mean, they looked like a ball club that was just genuinely soft. Now, you got the Green Bay Packers coming into town. The Packer obviously uh, jockeying right now for wild card position coming out of the National Football Conference. This is a play. I'm not real big, never have been, on giving points to a ball club when they're at home. But i got to tell you, right now, as it stands here in Chicago, I like Green Bay minus three against the Bears. Well, it looks like a trap bet to me. First of all, you've got Green Bay. They're controlling their own destination. They're uh, at eight and four. They've got a one or two game lead over the, uh, the wild card teams in their division. Uh, they also have won four straight games. It's tough to win a fifth game. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden they're coming off a of Monday night. And I mean, they played Dallas in that run. They played, uh, uh, last week they played Baltimore. They've got a short week. They're traveling. Uh, be very careful of a game like that. You, you know, it looks like a trap. The bookmakers have made uh, a line at minus three, so it's like, wow, that's so inviting to take Green Bay uh, with all their storied, uh, you know, folklore. They're going into Chicago, and Chicago sucks and things like that. But be very careful. <laughs> now, if you notice one thing last week, last week the bookmakers won nearly every single game from the betting public. And this is what I'm talking about, this December handicapping. you got to switch gears. If you're betting all these favorites and you're laying these uh, prices on the road, look what happened. Last week, 90% of all backing was on the New England Patriots. Well, where were they? They were on the road at uh, Miami laying like three and a half. They got They lost straight up. You had New Orleans Saints. There was 90% of all wagers were on the Saints. They lost. They were on the road playing against uh, Washington. And the other one was uh, Minnesota laying three. 85% all bets were on Minnesota playing at Arizona. Well, there was another one that lost. All three big public teams. Well, just like yourself. No offense, but Chet, you're a public better. Here comes Green Bay laying three. You've been watching Chicago your whole life. You can't stand them. You have a negative opinion about them, and you're probably right during the most of the time, but be careful. They say when you lay on the road, you might get run over. Man, you're but breaking you better, my heart. You're breaking my you heart. You might be uh, switching gears. When Harvard Hollis Barnhart says, Chet Kopic, you are a public player, I think I'd almost rather be called uh, a treasonist or a communist than a public better. That's that's so insulting. <laughs> I mean, you really owe well, me for that. And, and, and you know what? It is insulting to be part of the public because, you know what? There's only maybe 1% that are part of the wise guys that know where the steam num- uh, numbers are that can sit there and walk into the sports book at Planet Hollywood and say, you know what? Let me give 10, 15, 20,000 on this NFL team. There's very few people that have the contacts like I have that have been doing this for over 25 uh, years. But when I go into the Planet Hollywood to make a bet or anything like that, it's not that they're going to shake. They actually kind of like it because they know my $10,000 or $20,000 wager will just be balanced by another uh, bunch of $500 to $1,000 bets of the public. You get 20 guys betting uh, $500 on uh, Green Bay, and here I come and bet uh, the entire amount that they bet on Chicago. It balances out, so they're not worried about me. But uh, you better have the contacts, and you better have the experience. You better know when to refire and when to switch gears, or else you're going to be one of those public 90 and 85 percentiles uh, you know, almost off the standard deviation chart where you're in the third quadrant, as Harvard likes to say. Uh, that's 3%, by the way, for you non-math majors. Uh, my good friend, uh, as you know, as I mentioned up top about Planet Hollywood, the rooms can't be beat. 
I love the stakes of Planet Hollywood. In your case, you're thriving. You are thriving on the most vibrant poker room in Las Vegas, Nevada. Give us some tidbits. Give me some gossip about what's been going on in the poker room at the Planet. Well, at the Planet Hollywood, you know, we just started spreading a pretty big uh, No Limit game. You know, we love uh, No Limit. Uh, my partner there, Ted Monroe, a lot of people wouldn't know Ted Monroe by his name, but they know him as the Iceman, and he will ice you up. This guy, in fact, I was watching the uh, ESPN Classics last night, the 2007 main event, and they had Iceman featured on there. He's the one that wears the headphones on his head 24-7, but he is known as the Iceman. He's one of Phil Ivey's uh, big friends and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, hangs out with Nelly and hangs out with a lot of celebrities, a lot of Hollywood type, but mostly a lot of music players and a lot of the uh, uh, celebrity poker players. Now, when we get celebrities into the Planet Hollywood playing poker, they're not there to embarrass you. They're not there to take your money. They have more money than they know what to do with, but they're there to have a good time. So it's an easy bluff. It's easy cash. It's a pretty easy game, and we do spread that game. And, in fact, if you want to see Iceman and uh, Harvard there, we're usually there every Friday and Saturday, usually about 2 o'clock, and we're playing there till 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, as long as the game's good, and we keep it good. We keep a lot of action. We keep it loose, and we keep it real. And just right next to the uh, Planet Hollywood uh, poker room, they have Chet. you got to see this. I couldn't believe it. In the blackjack pit, they have these little stands that right above the blackjack tables, they have these uh, girls in it looks like dental floss bikinis dancing up a storm. <laughs> my gosh. I mean, I don't know whether to look at my whole cards or look up. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And the music's there. And, I mean, you're just having a good time. It's like everybody's rocking, everybody's partying, and we do have a good time. And then we uh, talk sports at the table. We get a couple free winners out, which I'd like to give right now. And uh, we just have a good time at the Planet Hollywood. You know, you and I used to shoot our TV show there. All right, time out, time out, point spread players. Harvard Hollis, speaking on behalf of our great friends at Planet Hollywood, you have free plays for point spread players. Rock and roll, my man. Well, here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the NFC East and what we're going to do with them. You know, Dallas, first of all, Wade Phillips can't handle a press conference. How's he handling a team with uh, 55 men in a meeting in their locker room. I mean, this guy's a, an absolute idiot. You got his <laughs> record is a, like 12 and 30 in the month of December. Tony Roma is not known as Mr. Clutch. He always chokes it during December. So what does Wade Phillips do at this meeting last week at his uh, little press conference? He starts complaining about the schedule. Why would anybody complain about a, a pre-schedule uh, uh, that he knows he's going to have to play? What, he doesn't want to play San Diego this week? He doesn't want to follow it up with New Orleans the next week? Who is this guy? So put him aside. He's got his problems the next two weeks. Well, Philly is playing the New York Giants. And let me tell you something. This thing is very calculated. First, they get Vic back in the mix and He's going to be a presence that every defensive coordinator is going to have to rechart. They just extended Reed's contract for another three years. They've got that together. And what have they done for Donovan McNabb first time? And I can't remember how long. They've got a running game presence. In the last three weeks, they've taken a lot of the pressure off Mr. Donovan McNabb. They've had three 100 yards of rushing three weeks in a row. Now, New York 
They're playing the Giants. They're in desperate mode. Now, the first thing you do when you're in desperate mode is you can't count on the defense to stop an offense. So what do you do? You plan on scoring more. You plan on loosening it up, putting in some plays, letting Eli Manning mm-hmm. take it out. They're playing at home. So you go ahead. So what we want to do is we want to take a situational type handicapping, combine it with fundamentals, check one tech. The only tech we want to check is the last time out they played together. There was 57 points in their last meeting. So I think going over 46 should be no problem. You might want to check on the weather on the East Coast this time of year. But we're going to be playing the over in the Philadelphia Eagle-New York Giant game because we think that both defensive coordinators and the added rushing presence and the added desperate mode will bode well for the over. So take the over in the Philadelphia Eagles-New York Giants game. And one other point. When you sit there and see that going into the last time Philadelphia was on NBC TV, they were 0-7, don't use that as some type of handicapping philosophy. Oh, well, I think uh, betting against Philly is good because they're 0-7 on NBC. What they do is they're always going to put a very attractive matchup when NBC contracts it. So they're not going to put you playing Tampa Bay or Cleveland or some of these horrible teams. They're going to make you play the best teams out there. So if they were 0-7, that's just uh, by coincidence. And by the way, the last time they were on NBC TV was against Chicago, and they did win that game. So they're now 1-7. But don't use stuff like that as a reason to handicap. Hey, Planet Harvard, in the great scheme of life, for a point spread player, is there is there anything stupider than taking the advice of a panel of experts on a football show who are picking the winner's of a football game without the spread. In my opinion, all that does all that does is confuse a point spread player. Well, you know, I get asked to pick people's uh, cards out here all the time. They have more hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollar contests, and every one of those are without the point spreads. Now, somebody might think, "Wow, that's got to be pretty easy." Well, I don't like that because I'm an underdog player. So I don't pick games without point spreads. Now, to answer your question, when I see JB and and uh, Howie and uh, Terry, uh, Terry, those guys off ESPN, and all they're doing is picking the winners, well, they'll sit there and say, okay, Pittsburgh is playing tonight against Cleveland. Who do you like? And it'll be 4-0 on Pittsburgh. But if you ask the same question and saying, Pittsburgh is on the road, they're playing in Cleveland, they have to lay 10 points, and there might be two to three inches of snow. Uh, now who do you like? They're like scratching their head. They have no idea. Do I lay 10 on the road? That sounds like a lot of points to me. Where I'm thinking, wow, are you kidding? I'm going to take the plus 10, bet Cleveland, and hope it's a low-scoring game. Now when I look at the total, I notice it's the lowest-scoring total of uh, the year. It's, it's right now down to 33, and that's before that Midwest storm who I'll be checking on in the next uh, two or three hours. I've already talked to my guy this morning, uh, just so you know, if you want to believe that, at 10 o'clock this morning, which would have been 1 o'clock their time, the temperature was 9 degrees, it was sunny, there was no wind, but the storm is supposed to be approaching. Now the question is, will it be going through at 8 o'clock, uh, 8.30 tonight, between 8.30 and midnight, or will it go north of that? Well, I'm going to find that out. So to answer your question, the guys that are picking on TV without point spreads, I wouldn't let my grandma put a double saw back on a, any recommendation that they gave out. All right, uh, Planet Barnhart, have you uh, at this time uh, uh, prepared your speech 
the acceptance speech for uh, Colt McCoy as this year's winner of the uh, John W. Heisman Trophy? Uh, no, Colt McCoy will come in a distance third. Uh, Tim Tebow should not even have been invited. It's a two-man race between Toby Gerhardt and Mark Ingram. And you know why Gerhardt's there. You know why I, Gerhardt's there. He had the big game on national television against a crappy Notre Dame team. No, that's not why. He also beat USC. He also beat Oregon. He's had three games where he's rushed for more than 200 yards. He's averaged 29 carries and 185 yards for every single game this year. Repeat that, 185 yards. But here's his problem. He plays on Saturday night, which exactly. means by the time the game is over, the East Coast, no one's ever heard of him. Harvard, Harvard, in, in, Providence, in, paper in, Providence, in Providence, Rhode Island, and in Danville, Illinois, people don't know who Toby Gerhardt is. Right. The games aren't over until midnight uh, Pacific time, which is 2, 3 in the morning, uh, Sunday morning, uh, East Coast time, so they don't see anything until Monday, and by then it's swept on the back page as an ad in column. But here's what I'm going to do. When I get up there to give my speech on who I think should win, I'm going to say this. No matter who wins, if you remember last year, it doesn't bode well for their team the following game winning the Heisman. Oh, because last year, Bradford oh, oh. won, but he lost to Florida. Oh, 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 the year before, Tebow won, and he lost to Michigan. The year before that, Smith won, he lost to Florida. The year before that, Reggie Bush won, he lost to Texas. You get my drift there? <coughs> my man, I get your drift big time. He is Harvard Hollis Barnhart in a class by himself when it comes to uh, educating you people about uh, point spreads, about gambling, about the poker room. We thank the marvelous people at Planet Hollywood. Hey, make it a point. Next time you are going to the most electric city in North America, Las Vegas, Nevada, there's only one place you want to stay, and that is the Planet Hollywood. You won't beat the rooms. You won't beat the service. You're going to feel so comfortable. You're going to love the casino. You're going to love the restaurants. You're going to love the shopping. Hollis? Hey, let me tell you one other thing they did over there. The other night we're playing poker, and all of a sudden the guy comes in, he makes an announcement, he says, I'm going to be passing out these little blue coupons. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, another coupon. I won't even go to shopping with my wife if she's going to use a coupon. You know, real men don't use coupons. They use C-notes. So what do they do? They send some good-looking girl. She goes to every player, and they pass a little blue, looks like a uh, admit one to a movie theater. All of a sudden, at 9 o'clock, they make this announcement. We are going to have a drawing. We've given everybody a coupon. I'm like, all right, what are you drawing for? They said they're having a drawing for a $35,000 chopper used by Sly Stallone in his latest movie. How cool. It was brand new. It was the coolest promotion I've ever seen. And I went from like, where's my coupon? I want a coupon. I want that ticket. <laughs> I threw it away, <laughs> you know, but a 35000 because, you know, Sly Stallone, I think he's one of the investors in Planet Hollywood. And also, another thing, Chet, I know you're into that little peep show, and I'm not talking about the one where you have to get on the ladder to look into the third floor, but they have this show called Peep Show out here at the Planet Hollywood, and it's starring that uh, Holly, Hef Hugh Hefner's old girlfriend. you got to see this show if you like to look at all the cute, young-looking people. And at the Planet Hollywood, you got all the guys chasing the girls. But even better, you got all the young girls chasing the girls. So me and the Iceman, 
We're going to ice it up real good when you come over to the Planet Hollywood poker table and just look us up any Friday or Saturday and get in the game. In other words, if you want the total Vegas experience, you get yourself out to Planet Hollywood. You do it right now. Treat yourself. You may run in to the Iceman. You may run into Harvard, Hollis, Barnhart. And seven days from now, Harvard and I once again will join you from the Planet Hollywood to talk it up about Las Vegas, about how we can educate you point spread players. Hey, the bowl games are coming up. Conference title games are coming up. This is where you want to be. Vegas Uncovered, brought to you by Planet Hollywood. Harvard, my man, you're like nobody else.